This is the Revival Podcast. Hello, thank you for joining me today. I I, I guess I re- God's really been impressing on my heart about his mercy and his love, you know, as far as forgiveness and stuff like that. And we, as human beings, I don't think we'll ever, ever fully comprehend that. And and why I, I bring this up is, I don't, well, I just know that it, it it's just something that we just, I don't think will ever understand his mercy. I mean, I I feel like he will open little bits and pieces up so that you can understand some of it, but our pea brains, I don't think can ever comprehend how deep it really goes. And I just had a situation this morning with my mom. Um I I went to church and then I was supposed to meet my parents there didn't work out and then she called me and we were talking and you know I'm obviously I'm Catholic but I'm really struggling right now I'm really struggling because I don't feel like I fit in because it's my own fault but it, it it just like I've never really had a whole lot of Catholic friends. I had a couple, you know, when I was in high school, but they went to college. And, you know, there's a couple of times where we did stuff together church-wise at, at their college. But I'm not one who, who likes to drink. And so I was very uncomfortable going out. Not that drinking's bad. I just never... I don't find that that's fun. I, I just don't. And so, I you know, they were at college and, you know, I went up there once in a while, but I didn't really like that atmosphere. And then in my community where I was at, they had stuff for, like, older people. I was probably in my 20s maybe. And so I, I guess I'm getting off on, the, getting off on the story where I wanted to go, but I'm just trying to explain why I'm struggling. And so anyways, uh, and now I'm 48 years old and, you know, I, I stopped going to church for a while. I started going again regularly in, in 2020 when COVID started, but I stopped going for a while because I was doing like, the Christian church thing, which I was so close to joining a a non-denominational church, but I really felt God didn't want me there, you know, not because necessarily because it, they were doing anything wrong. He just had something different for me. And I, I just felt in my heart, you know, this is not where God wants me again, not because they're doing anything wrong, but because of God had something different for me. So anyhow, 
like I said, I just started, you know, so I did the Christian church. I almost joined. Then I stopped going to church for a long time. And then I started, you know, like I said, in 2020, going to church again. Um, but, like, I, the thing is, is, like, I, I didn't really have any Catholic friends. And, you know, through that time of struggling, you know, it, it's my own fault. But again, I just, I wasn't, I mean, I, I went to church regularly and I, and I still struggled. I still love God. And I knew that's where I was supposed to be with Jesus. And then I, you know, I had my job and I got to a point of where I'm just not happy, not happy at all. And I had a friend come back into my life, you know, one that I worked with like, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. And we did floors together and he offered me a job. And I, so I quit my comfortable job. I was getting like good money at a 401k and I was getting good money. And, but anyways, do I, do I get scared now? Yes, I do. But I, I feel like I, I made the right decision, but because my, my best friend now, He's helped me grow in my faith more than, you know, and we just go back and forth. He doesn't care that I'm Catholic. I don't care that he's um, like Protestant or non-denomination or whatever, you know. I mean, when, when people love Jesus and they truly love Jesus, I, I feel like you can see it in their actions. So anyways, getting back to what, my mom had, I was arguing with my mom and I said, the only reason why I'm still Catholic to her, I'm because I believe in Eucharist. I believe that that's Jesus's body and blood. And if, if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't even be Catholic. And, you know, she's, you know, pretty grounded in her beliefs where like me, I'm, I'm still, I'm like a weak Catholic, <laughs> you know? She goes, well, have you ever invited anybody to church? Because my best friend, he'll always invite me to church. And I'm not comfortable doing that because I don't feel comfortable right now, 100% going to church. I, I love God and I know I'm supposed to go, but, you know, if I don't put for fourth effort in trying to get to know the stuff that I'm being taught, then of course my Catholic faith will never mean anything to me. And I don't mean it doesn't mean anything to me. I I just I know where I'm that I'm where I'm supposed to be at. It's just hard because, you know, now you know that I'm forty eight, now they're they're the church I go to has a group, which I would have absolutely probably loved when I was in my 20s because it went from, you know, 18 to 35. And now I'm four. Now it's like, what's there for me? You know, and, and, and that sounds very selfish, but we all need people in our faith to, to support us, you know. And so anyways, I, you know, Getting back to me and my mom, she says, you ever invite him to church? I'm like, no. 
And then I don't know why she said this. And, you know, she probably didn't mean anything by it. But because of my state of mind, I, I took it to heart. She goes, well, then maybe you shouldn't even be Catholic. And it's like, oh, so I don't belong in a Catholic church. I don't belong in a Christian church. What, you know, but I know Jesus loves me. I know that. And then so I just had to kind of let that go and, and blow that off because that kind of hurts coming from your mom. And again, she probably, I, you know, she sometimes when someone strikes a nerve, we shut down and maybe I missed what she was saying. But that just happened and, and that's how I felt. So like, okay, I had to let that go. And then... I, I was watching YouTube because I don't have cable anymore. And so I've been watching a lot of YouTube. And I've seen this one podcast and Living Waters. And and they showed a picture of, you know, a Catholic church with, you know, in, where we do communion. It shows, you know, the chalice and the plate where they hand out the communion wafers or whatever. And so I'm like, yep, another um, a video because I wanted to, you know, see what they had to say. And another video um, about, uh, he starts off, I'm not trying to bash Catholic. I used to be Catholic. And when people say that, I, I'm sorry if they, you were used to be Catholic and someone maybe physically hurt you or abused you and i understand why you would leave the church because that's what you knew about it i, I but there is sin and evil in any places where human beings can go it doesn't mean that some of the experiences aren't real that you experience with god or it doesn't mean that the teachings that you thought all of a sudden were wrong became wrong because someone some man who who was flawed did something against you it doesn't it, it, i i'm sorry that happened or maybe you're just a bitter catholic because you walked away from the church because honestly there's a lot of catholics that just went to church because that's what they were taught they never put any more effort into it than that and that's why it's like okay now they believe because now they were looking. But when they're in the Catholic Church, it's just what they were grown up to do and they didn't take time to even look into their own faith. Which gets me to my next point. I personally think, and I, I pray to God with all my heart that I'm not misleading people. Because I just want people to find that relationship with Jesus because there's going to be times where you don't fit in. You feel like you don't fit in anywhere, but you know what? Jesus loves you and he wants to be your friend and he wants to heal your heart and he doesn't want you to be scourged because, discouraged because of, of you know, people who are sinful that may say something that would turn you away. He doesn't want that. He, he wants to love you. And, and as far, and again, I don't want to mislead people, 
but that's why it's talking about God's love is so deep and so merciful that we just can't understand because I know my best friend. I know out of the way he treats me and the way he lives that he's seriously seeking Jesus. And I feel he feels the same way about me. But seeing those videos makes me kind of angry because um, I did give a podcast about like a time that I did experience Jesus when I was younger. And it was in a Catholic church and it happened to be on a retreat where, where I don't know why this is. I love praise and worship, you know. That's one thing I loved about the Christian churches when they would, uh, we just have that 20 minutes before the service where you just praise God before you get, you know, go into the Bible. And I love that because uh, it just made your mind in a different, it was like, a, it's like a different, it, you know, because a lot of times when you go into the Catholic church, you, it's like you get there just a couple minutes some a lot of people will get there a couple minutes before church starts. And when you do that, there's so many things that is going in your mind that by the time you settle down, you've missed half the mass. And so um, the one thing that I really like about the Catholic Church is that no matter what Catholic Church you go to that Sunday, you're going to get the same message. The only thing that's different is like the homilies and how the priest um, reflect on what what the word or what the gospels were that week. That's different. But if you go to a Christian church, you get a different message from church to church to church to church. Some messages even contradict each other. But I don't sit there and tell people they didn't really experience Jesus because they're not Catholic. And I expect the same respect. You might not understand um, why Catholics believe in the body and blood of Christ, that that is him, but it's biblical. You just choose not to, to see it because that's how you interpret it. And again, I, I can pick my Bible verses, and, and I don't want to come across like I'm saying I'm right. I'm only trying to show you this is why what I believe. And I, for instance, like when it comes to Eucharist, Jesus says in John chapter 6, and it, he says that I am the bread of life. He says you got to eat and drink his, his, his blood. Why would he say that? Why would he say that? And this was after he had fed the 5,000. You know, and as he said this to people, it says that people didn't really understand what he meant, so they started walking away. Okay, if that was a metaphor, why didn't he say, come back, come back, that's not what I meant. This is what I meant. He didn't stop those people. A matter of fact... He turned to his disciples and said, are you going to leave me too? And they go, they say, where else will we go? You're the, 
you're, you know, you are the life or I, I'm, I know I'm botching it, but if you read it that, you know, that's what it said. Then it goes on to, you know, when Jesus is giving the last supper and, and when it says, you know, he, he says, this is my body and this is my blood. And yes, he does say, do this in remembrance of me. But that was Jesus showing us the new sacrifice. It, you know, this was this, you don't have to sacrifice animals anymore. This is what I want you to do to be commune with God. And he says, do this in remembrance, because obviously in our human mind, you know, we say, how is that possibly the body and blood of Jesus? Well, because we're thinking when we see the body and blood of Jesus or that that's him, in our mind, it's like we want to see something physical. We want to see his body. We want, we just want to, because that's what we understand. But what he's doing is a spiritual thing. And why he says, do this in remembrance of me is because and again, maybe this maybe this isn't for everybody, but this is why I believe. And it's like, it's not my job to prove this to anybody. Jesus proved this to me. You know, and to say that that my experience with Jesus isn't real, who are you to say that? Again, I'm not I I, I believe well, I'm gonna go on from that and, and I wanna just I, I, I get kind of angry because I don't like the fact that someone's sitting here telling me my experience isn't real. So anyways, um, again, I feel like when, when Jesus says this, he's saying, as you participate and, and partake of this bread and wine, that is me, and I will be with you just as much as he was with his disciples, as he is now. And a lot of people will say to me, they'll say, well, aren't you re-crucifying Christ? And I'm like, no. You can't redo something that's going on eternally. He wants us to participate in that eternal sac sacrifice. That's why we take it. You know, what other church can you know, has the sacrifice. Can I explain it? No, but I believe in my heart. That's what he wants me to believe. Um, again, it's what he, you know, it's what he told us to do. He showed, he showed us, this is what I do. This is what you do to make this wafer and, and wine into my body and blood. You know, he didn't say this was a symbol. He just said, do this in remembrance with me because he knew he wasn't going to be the one that was we could physically see. And, and it's hard to understand. We call it the mystery of faith. You know, I love when in The Chosen and, you know, there's a scene where the lady that was bleeding you know, for 12 years. And then, you know, you know the story, but when I seen it on Chosen, it just like brought it to life because I don't read. I don't like reading, but 
I know like that was totally of God, but anyways, she's he Jesus is like, "Who touched me? Who touched me?" And then she goes, "I did." And she, and he said, looks at her and says, "Your faith healed you." You know, and Jesus brought in everybody. The tax collector, the fisherman, the whore, or I, I don't I don't want to say the whore. I, I don't know Mary Magdalene's backstory, but she was into some pretty bad things that Jesus delivered her from. You know, so to say that that Catholics do it wrong, it, it's it's are you God? No, you're not God. And I just pointed out in the scriptures that showing why I believe in 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 that why that's Jesus's body and blood. But you can, you know, that's up to God to show you. And and I guess my point is is that I believe God's mercy is so great and that we don't understand it, that even if you're not a member of a certain place, you know, and, and my mom got on my case for this, and this is what bothers me, is that I believe, and, and again, I don't want to mislead people. That's the last thing I want to do. But I believe that God will save you if you're a Catholic, if you're any a Christian, you know, any you know, as long as you believe in Jesus and you let him transform you, you know, then that's what it's about. It's not about you using Jesus the way, okay, okay, I'll only go to him when I am in need. You got to go to him when you're in joy, when when you when things are going good. He wants to be all parts of your life. You know, he's not just an ATM machine. He's not just a healer. He's your friend. He's someone that, you know, that you can love and, and trust. You know, and I was listening to, God is so merciful. Like, again, I don't read. But he brought the Bible in a year podcast to me. You know, he knew that I hated reading and he allowed me to hear his word through the podcast. You know, I really should read, but God is so merciful that he brought his word to me in, in, in a way that I could, could get into it. And I've been listening to it for two years straight now. And I love it. And so I, I just, again, I, there's only going to be one heaven there's one God, there's one Jesus, there's one Holy Spirit. It's men, because of our fallen nature, we're the ones that screw up the things. You know, we're the ones that screw it up. God didn't want to have all these different denominations. We did that. I did that. It's like, why can't we be the generation that puts our pride aside and then be one church again? One day we are going to be one church. We're going to be one body under Christ. If we believed in Christ and we lived 
the, with the knowledge he gave us and we live within love. That's what God wants from us. I Maybe I'm off, but that's what I believe. You know, I, I, I again, my, a lot of my closest friends were not Catholic. And, and, but the thing is, is God will bring people across your lives, but don't put yourself in a box where you think, well, he's Catholic. I can't learn from him. Or she's Protestant. I can't learn from them. I, I believe that you got to be open minded to a certain extent. And sometimes this, again, this is hard to talk about because. You know, um, I'm not a good debater on these things. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I just, I, I would just hope we could encourage each other in a way like, okay, if you're Protestant, instead of trying to tell the Catholic they're wrong, how about tell them to, you know, Go into the word themselves and encourage themselves to pray about, okay, why do you believe in this? Instead of trying to convert each other, you know, it it, it just, again, I, I just believe that God knows your heart and he's going to, you're accountable for what he places on your heart. And if you do it in love and he sees your heart, then you're going to heaven. It doesn't... I know that if you're truly singing God, he will leave you because... Lead you, sorry. He will lead you. Um, in saying that, I just encourage people to... Gently, I don't mean gently. There's sometimes when, when you, you know someone's off track. But there's other times when you maybe just need to encourage them to look into their faith and ask why they believe this. And as they do that, as they get to read the Bible and they get to know Jesus, he will lead them where he wants them. You know, when I was younger... I was not really encouraged to to read the Bible besides my mom, you know, but going to church, I don't feel like I was really encouraged to read the Bible, but I wasn't discouraged to read it either. You know, and that's that's very important point, you know, and it's just I I just we're one body in Christ and we got to stop trying to pick these little tiny fights in between each other because that will only divide us. You know, one of the TV shows that I just absolutely love is The Chosen and you have people picking that apart. It's like you have to ask yourself, okay, that person who produced it you don't have to believe in what they believe in, you know, or agree everything what they, how they believe or 
you know what? I, I, I don't want to say that. I don't know how to put it because I'm tripping over my words. But there are things that raise your heart to God when you watch it. And if it raises your heart to God, then that's, that's a beautiful thing. It doesn't matter. God, God can have people that have these gifts and they don't necessarily have the right heart. At, you know, they're not like perfect in every way, you know. God can give the heal, gift of healing to a broken person, you know. So I guess what I'm saying is God can use things out of people that don't necessarily... It's really hard to say because I, I think about Hillsong and that documentary that I watched. I believe God did work through that ministry because I went to um, a Hillsong concert. And yes, I felt the, the, the presence of the Lord there. Now the people that ran it, they had scandals, but I still believe God used that event. He was still at that event. It doesn't mean there wasn't broken people there that weren't living in sin. And I guess I, I you know, I just, uh, hopefully I'm not confusing people. You know, I don't want to. But it's just, I. it just, again, it goes back to do research. Uh, if you're going to go in there and say this is wrong, do your research. I don't believe a lot of people have. You know, I when I see a video, like I was telling you about how, like, how Catholics get it wrong and how they don't, you know, how how they come to Jesus. And it's like, you can come to Jesus in the Catholic Church. You can come to Jesus in the Protestant Church. But you're not the judge on who whose experience of Jesus is real and whose is not. That's between God and the person who had that experience. We all have different walks on life. And through God's great mercy, I believe he'll take people from heaven from all different walks of life. Anyhow, I know this is getting long, so let's just pray together as a family. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus, I just please pray, Father God, that we could set apart our, our whatever it is, our, our pride, and we can come together and, and respect each other, Lord. Please help us to come to each other in a way that we are, are doing it out of love, Father God, and, and that we can encourage people to look into you where they're at and, and just pray for them and trust that Jesus will take that person to where they need to be because he loves us all. And Lord, you, Jesus, you have great mercy. And we just love you and we thank you for what you did on the cross because even when we're confused, 
you're still by our side. You still teach us, Lord. And we thank you for always being with us. And again, Lord, I, I just thank you for all the listeners, Father God. And please just be with them in their journey to you, Lord. And even when it when it's hard, Lord, that they might be getting um, just getting it from both sides, Lord. You know, people who you think that would be supportive and and whatnot, Lord. I just please lead people to the truth, Jesus. Not because I said it, but because you want you love people, Lord. And just please help me to be a person who would would just the more when if I ever evangelize would be the most would the most important thing would be people have that relationship and be on the road that you want them on, Lord. I just thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. All right, everybody. Um, I hope that wasn't too long. And again, I hope that I didn't mislead anybody. That's not my goal. I just want people to find that relationship with Jesus and so that we all can go to that heaven, that same heaven. <laughs> you know, because when we get to heaven... There isn't going to be any labels. We'll all just be loving Jesus and God. And that's the goal for what we, why we are doing what we're doing when we pray for people or we preach. The goal should be to all do all this in love. You know, not everybody's going to receive what you have to say, but there will be a lot of people that will. So anyways, God bless. This is the Revival Podcast.